Hello, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in for the final episode of Therapy Insiders in 2016. And it's been a hell of a year for us. It's been a lot of fun, and a lot of that is because of you. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Thanks for emailing and tweeting and messaging and all sorts of social media communication it's been it's been incredible and we say this every single year and we'll talk about it in the episode by far the best part of this podcast is the engagement it's not putting it out there it's not even interviewing awesome guests which thank you to our guests as well but it's it's what comes back around it's it's knowing that you are listening that you are processing and that you care enough to get back to us and to let us know what you think of these episodes of the guest thoughts and then taking it even to the next level of implementing some of these theories and concepts and conversations and actually making it actionable making it real life and making an impact whether it's in business whether it's in clinic whether it's just personal mindset stuff and that just is everything for us. So from all of us at UpDoc Media and Therapy Insiders, thank you. And we look forward to 2017. Hey, Hello, welcome back to Therapy Insiders Podcast, the final Therapy Insiders Podcast of 2016. Dr. Gene Shirakabad here with Dr. Joe Palmer, Dr. Urson Religioso, the triumvirate, the team together for the end of year summary. How you guys doing? Doing well, Gene. I'm doing well, Gene. What, is triumvirate a real world word or did I just make that up? I think it's a real, I, I think it might refer. Triumvirate. Uh, I think I think that's something, but I think it might also refer to a collection of things rather than people. Mm. It would probably just be a trio. I think, I think trio refers to people. I think you just made it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, if, the triumphant trio. Somebody, somebody, please fact check me on that one. Um, yeah, the trio, the uh, the dynamic trio, the three musketeers. Um, I, I, what else? What else is there with threes? Any anything? Strikes, Gene. Strikes. <laughs> no. That that's a negative connotation, Joe. I'm I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying I'm trying to bring a team unity atmosphere here to close out the year, the 2016 year. That um, I, I not going out on the threat. Line. Triple threat. No. Tri- triple meet Chipotle. Awesome. Triple meet Chipotle. Yes. <laughs> um. So 2016 guys has been the biggest year for us. Uh, un- unequivocally, the biggest year for us in terms of. In terms of downloads, in terms of engagement, uh, in terms of reach, in terms of guests, like every category that we can think of, it has been the biggest year. Do you know why? Uh, hmm, I don't know. I'm just thinking, I hope we're not peaking. There's nothing wrong with peaking as long as we like. As long as we stay on top. Years. Yeah, as long as, as we keep peaking. Because right? yeah. um, you're, working, you're working harder. Um. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, it has to be because of Gene, right? That's right. Y- y- yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. Let's go with that. Is it because Joe and I are on less episodes? 
<laughs> I'm I'm speculating that that's just purely coincidence, but I I can't be sure about that. There's only one way to prove them wrong. Joe and I will just do a bunch of episodes without you in it's 2017. A, a double-blind, random-controlled study of we'll see what our podcast. Yes, let let's do that. Um, no, I I think the reason why it's been such a, a successful year is is because we're willing to have very genuine and honest conversations and not really change which is which is kind of uh, ironic we're not we really don't change how we do the podcast we don't prepare guests even the biggest guests that we've had from you know the Gary V's to various New York Times bestselling authors to people top in our field we want to have kind of sporadic in the moment conversations and we really haven't wavered from that yeah when i go on uh when someone asks me to be a guest on their podcast and they're like hey here's a bunch of questions to prep i'm like you prepare for your podcast yeah but the flip side of that is the guests are willing to do that as well they don't they don't back down they don't say i'm not coming on unless i have a script and ready to go so i think i think that dynamic is really what has worked well for us and i think people people that listen that really resonates because you know, we usually say that, you know, we edit the podcast, but really the only editing that happens is more sound quality stuff. Pretty much, I, I really can't remember the last time I cut something out of the podcast. Actually, the last time I did cut something out was um, was somebody said something about a, a study that wasn't published yet and asked that to be removed so they don't get in trouble. Like, that was the last time we cut something out. It's, it's pretty much like listening to a live podcast by the time it goes out. That's interesting. I don't think I was on that one. Now I want to know what study that was. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you afterwards. It's, so it's been published or no? I have no idea. I'll have to find out. So that that's kind of been that's been the the, the cool stuff. The, the other part is obviously we we have our banter. The kind we kind of go off on a lot of tangents, and those like like the rest of the podcast is obviously not planned. It's it's spur of the moment, and um, you know we we just get distracted easily. That's pretty much the truth of the matter. Yes, yeah, Star Wars Rogue One was awesome. <clears throat> I keep hearing that. And and Ben just saw it last night and he said it was awesome. I hear the ending is incredible. I haven't seen it yet. Joe, have you seen that yet? No, I have not. That's because you have a young son and you will not see a movie theater for the next two years. Uh, I, I'm, uh, we got company coming this, uh, this next week, so I, I think I'll be uh, sneaking my nephews out to that. Um, but... Yes, I, I I I agree. Harder to find, harder to find a couple hour chunk of time. Oh, company is perfect. It's like you don't have a kid all of a sudden. <laughs> I know it's great. It's great. It's good stuff. So last year, uh, last year on our end of year podcast, we went over the top podcasts of that year. So we'll do that again this year. Obviously, talk about some of the stuff that we're we're excited about. And look into 2017, some of the things that we want to accomplish, some stuff that we're also excited about. So I think 2016 has been the, the year of business for us. We, we've always kind of dabbled here and there, but 2016, like we, we went hardcore into business, uh, obviously for a lot of reasons. We all own businesses. Uh, Joe is a business owner in, in um, a insurance-based clinic. Urson, you have a variety of interest as do I. 
and updoc media does obviously marketing for for a clinic so it, it was a natural natural point of conversation especially because it's such a a limited um topic in in pt so we, we talked a ton of business let's kind of talk about 2017 a little bit before we go over the top podcast what in 2017, what are you guys really excited to, to go after and, and maybe bring in some conversations and topics that we might have not um, done as much this year? Uh, well, I want to have uh, Stu McGill back on. I think we we talked, it was a really popular episode um, and there's a lot of questions that kind of left unanswered. And uh, the way he answered my question about pain science, I thought, wow, it's great, you know, and I was expecting this kind of big banter and like back and forth debate. And he entered it so perfectly. And he was like such a gentleman about it. I thought, wow, I can't even argue with this guy. And then he goes on uh, the Movement Fix podcast and basically says everyone with an interest in pain science has an agenda. And I'm like, oh, he just says whatever he wants. <laughs> he just says whatever you, uh, the person wants to hear, you know, and I was like, so I want to ask him about that now. <laughs> Then he's going to counter with another perfect answer, and you'd be like, "What, right. what, what is happening?" Um, yeah, and that—that that was definitely one of our top episodes of yeah. 2016. And uh, God, he does have a glorious mustache, though, doesn't he? He is so disarming. He he's is. just so nice. He, yeah, his mustache and his his demeanor—he's just like such a nice guy. He's a Canadian with a nice mustache. Like, how do you get nicer than that? It, it's uh, just—it's just impossible. It's impossible. You just, <laughs> it's just a perfect combination. What about you, Joe? Like, what, what are some of the topics um, that you're excited about or you want to talk about in 2017? Um, I like uh, some of the stuff that uh, that you're doing on the blog with uh, with leadership, mentoring, and uh, bringing, um, bringing along uh, young clinicians. I'd, I'd like to see us get some, some other business owners to, to come on and uh, talk about the systems that they have in place and uh, and things that they've found that, that work. Um, and, and hopefully we can, uh, do, do a couple episode series on, uh, on mentorship. I, I think that's, we, we, we touched on it this year, but, uh, it's, it's a fun topic for me. Oh, totally agree. Absolutely. Um, mentorship, I think just, just the cultivation, the mindset cultivation and leadership with, uh, with this upcoming generation of clinicians is a must, uh, because they really want it. Like it's, it's one of their number one demands. So we would definitely do a disservice if we didn't talk about it. Uh, 2017 is at least the beginning with the guests that we have already lined up. It's really setting up to be starting as a strong focus on fitness, strength and conditioning and exercise, uh, because I think obviously that's, that's important and has a variety of, of topics to discuss. And I don't think we really talked much about it, even though it's the, the kind of the hybrid coach is really evolving. The hybrid strength and conditioning and PT um, is starting to, I think, evolve and become a lot more interesting for, for a lot of people and, you know, kind of Theoretically, physical therapists should be ideally suited for that kind of role, right? In January, everybody talks about uh, fitness, Gene. So we're, we're, it's a good good time to talk about fitness uh, before everybody loses their uh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, and by February, that won't be popular anymore. <laughs> I, can, I, I can see us peaking. <laughs> Again with the peaking. All right. If not, if nothing else, we are opportunistic. We, we know the market. We we know when to put them. In. 
<laughs> but it, it should be an interesting conversation because it's, I, I think it's going to be challenging. Uh, we're I think obviously challenging some of the preconceived notions and, and some established thought processes with the guests that we'll have on. But I think that's good. You kind of have to, you kind of have to change, you have to challenge and then for the change to happen. Yeah. You said it on one of the podcasts earlier this year. I don't know if it was with Zach or um, whether I was on it, but it actually rung a bell and I've been quoting you in all my seminars ever since. Do you know what you said about exercise and strengthening in particular, Gene? Oh, I have no idea. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Barely remember what I said yesterday. Right. You said it's the only evidence-based treatment we can offer that basically works for everything. It's like proven to help with everything, right? Exercise in general. I said that? You did. I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's so true. It actually, it pretty much helps everything from, you know, pain to mobility to overall health. And, you know, strengthening is good for runners, prevents injury. Strengthening is good if you have dementia. Strengthening is good, I mean, you know, for uh, Alzheimer's, for OA, for everything. I mean, it's like everyone can basically be a bit more fit. And I think PTs tend to just lose it with just general TheraBand exercises, you know, and I think um, they're not prescribing it well enough. So, yeah, it's... Damn right it's, I said that. Yeah, you sure did. It struck a chord with me. Apparently, you just kind of, like, threw it off and forgot all about it, but... Now I've been <laughs> quoting you in all my seminars ever since. Well, good to know. Um, good to know I've been quoted for something I forgot I said. So, yeah, that's... Well, that that's an entire topic of conversation that I'm sure we'll hit on and and it, it's so true but it's it's also understandable that I think you know once we get once we we are a doctorate profession we have to we have to kind of earn our right or at least feel like we have to be the doctors versus really sometimes the best things are really the simplest things and the most most easily accessible it's not it's not always about just finding the super specific movement or or exercise or things like that which i think we're pressured to do sometimes the expectation of being this this super unique um exercise versus just you know load load and strengthen these people right joe load load and strengthen load and strengthen uh yeah um my business partner uh mike and i were talking about uh where we where we see the differences in, in physical therapy and uh, maybe a personal trainer and, and I, I think it's going to be a great episode to 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 bring some people on and, and have that discussion but there are there are differences uh, I, I think we can all we can all work work in the strength realm uh, I think we can all work in the exercise realm um, but uh, I'm, I'm here to make sure that uh, that we know where where the bread and butter is of of the profession, and I, I think uh, I think I, I look forward to that conversation uh, when we have these guests on. So there's there's your teaser. Yeah, I like for, it for January. I like it, and it, it's going to be good. I, I think it's this is coming for me, Joe. I mean, you, you know me a, a long time, and I was hardcore manual therapy. It, it was it, it was a lot of hands on. Like I obviously believed in. And exercise and, and uh, neurorehab and all those things um, with neurophysiological effects, but manual therapy was the go-to for me. So it's been an evolution of thought for me because it's just when when not only the research but just the common sense is in front of you over and over and over again in your face. If you don't change and evolve and start to absorb some of that, 
you're doing yourself and your career a disservice, not to mention the patients and the people you're working with. Right. And speaking of 2017, it's also what uh, I wanted to get Mike Reinold back on uh, because I remember one of our guests had told us off mic that he thought that basically, you know, 99% of cash-based practices or his idea of a cash-based practice is, is basically just like mine, you know, sole proprietor, no secretary, some dude in a gym. It's not like a brick and mortar practice with employees. And, you know, when I went and visited Mike at Champion, uh, not only does he have, um, he recruited Dave Tilly and Danton Pope, um, who are really prolific in social media. He partnered up with Lenny Macrina. And then, so they have the, this PT side, then they have a whole strength and, uh, strength and conditioning side and they have strength coaches that they employ as well. And, and they're cash-based. Um, and, you know, one of Mike's things that he told me, he's like, you know, you and I have a different model. He's like, you discharge patients. I'm like, yeah, I discharge them. They go back to their life or they go back to their coach until they need me again. He's like, you know, but we have our coaches built in. Um, and, you know, that's probably like just due to mostly his population being um, mostly athletic and they all have their niches. But I thought it was really interesting um, because I know when I was there, I, when I was shooting um, videos for ISTM2, there was a, a a guy model and a girl model and I, and I kept on talking to the guy model and to the girl model and I was just speaking generally even though I knew the guy was, was a PT student and the girl I just thought she was just one of the patients and at the end she's like hey you know I just wanted to thank you uh, read your blog and etc 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 and I was like oh you're a PT I thought um, you weren't doing an internship here and, but she, and she was only doing a strength and conditioning internship so you know i think it's also really unique and why i'd like to get him on because they even offer strength and conditioning internships for pts or i guess if you're uh want to be a strength coach so we got to get him back on and they're really uh bridging the gap which is like the most overused yeah. uh <laughs> line of 2016. it has nothing to do with his uh his prevalence and love of ultrasound uh no no actually but i did use a light cure laser when i was there i got you know, the, has, the, has he moved on? Is he cheating on ultrasound with laser? Oh, he uses it all. Okay. Whatever, whatever works. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting. You know, you could actually feel it as opposed to ultrasound. You, really? where, you only, where you only feel it if you're getting burned. Laser. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be, it'll be fun to give Mike a hard time about something else that he's doing that we want to make fun of. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obvi obviously, he's he's a, a great clinician with with a ton of um, incredible information and knowledge from his site to his content that he puts out, and uh, looks like he has a model that that seems to be to be working well. But it, it's the, the same the same conversation we have a lot of times with cash based. It's um, it, it's not it's not the model that I think is the issue because it's still m most cash PTs. And I get this question a lot too, like, what do you think about cash cash models? It's like, you understand that every single business on this planet is a cash model except for healthcare. Like, we're the only non-cash model. And if you take a traditional insurance-based model and just charge cash for it, you still have a traditional model that you're just taking cash for. Like, the, the, the different, it's not a change in model, it's just a change in the way you receive payment. To change a model, you actually have to have a different model. You have to have different systems. You have to have implementation. You have to have um, a cultural uniqueness that you um, that you systemize in there. Like that, I haven't seen a ton of because that needs to be able to be reproduced and scaled and plugged in somewhere else. Like that, I think is still uh, still unique and doesn't happen very often in, in our profession. But that will be for 2017, gentlemen. How about we finish out going over some of the top episodes of 
2016. Share some of our thoughts and um, and then close it out. So how about we do this? I will read off all the episodes and some of the guests, and then we can pick a few just to kind of go over some general themes. So top of the list. So th- this is actually posted on updocmedia.com. If you go to updocmedia.com backslash blog, it's, it's going to be the top blog, the top 10 Therapy Insiders podcast of 2016. So starting off, we have how to develop a magical customer experience with Disney VP of Operations, Lee Cockrell. Uh, Lee was uh, has a, several books, um, really good stuff on leadership, kind of some of the stuff that you mentioned, Joe. Uh, the next one is The Mechanics of a Treatment Approach with Stu McGill. Urson, you alluded to this one. We already talked about it. The Future of Physical Therapy and Technology with Web PTs Heidi Janenga and Nancy Ham. How to Grow a Physical Therapy Business with the Dynamics Team. That's with uh, Russ and Heath from Dynamics in Tennessee. Evolution of Physical Therapy with APTA CEO Justin Moore. The Future of Physical Therapy in Healthcare with Dr. Tim Flynn. That was the actually the last guest podcast we did this year. Uh, do you even lift Physio Bro with Dr. Zach Long? A Skeptical Guru Walks into a Podcast with Adam Meekins. Entrepreneur Life with Gary Vaynerchuk. The Future of Physical Therapy and Fitness with Dr. Kelly Starrett and Running with a Supple Leopard with Dr. Kelly Starrett. So those are top 10 episodes of 2016. I feel like there should be some applause, something could, something more epic. If we did more editing, we could, we could add that in, but it's like a live podcast. I hear. It's like a live podcast, yeah. Yeah. We'll just say we're just say we're gonna add it in later and as usual do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> just just use your imagination and imagine there is a lot of fanfare and noise and things like that because it's it's more interesting anyway when it happens inside your head. Um so it's we, we had we had a huge a wide variety of, of guests. Some of the again, some of the biggest names, some of the more most accomplished people in, in variety of fields and it, it's been an eclectic year. But it's um, it it was it was fun to have these conversations. So to me, to me, I really I really like the Lee's episode, Lee Cockrell, because it was one of the few episodes where I, where I was talking with him and I felt like I was a listener instead of a host. I had to remind myself to snap out of it to ask him questions because the stuff that he was talking about, like his experience with Disney and the customer experience, and then he shared a story about going through um, anxiety and depression and his wife going through the healthcare system and making it personal and, and relevant to us. I was just, it was really so hard to focus on asking questions and leading that interview. That, that was a really cool thing and um, really, really gets me excited to talk more leadership, like you said, Joe. Yeah, I mean, he, he's great. I, I love his books um, and, and that episode was, it was awesome. Um, maybe it was because you weren't talking, but uh uh, you know, it was good. I'm laughing on the inside right now. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually, um, a little less talking, a little bit more listening. That works. At least I, uh, that's what I've heard. Um, it was also cool to have uh, Heidi back. Obviously, Heidi's been a guest on this podcast many a times, but they just uh, they recently hired a new CEO, Nancy Ham. And Nancy's been in the in the tech world of of healthcare 
for a while and she kind of shared her history and you know really one of the cool things with that podcast is really towards the end uh, we talked about the work-life balance because that kept coming up over and over again and we had an episode earlier in the year with Jeff Moore and we talked about that and after that we had a lot of comments of people asking us well why don't you ask professional women about work-life balance not just not just the guys because it's different for women so we did you know we had Tracy Schur on and we we talked to her about it and obviously this was a perfect opportunity to talk work-life balance from a from a woman's perspective and I, I think it, it was definitely an interesting an interesting perspective to have that it's not necessarily different than guys uh, because it's not it's not a balance it's just work life life you know work and life kind of intersect and it becomes a spectrum of things so it's it, it was, it was kind of interesting what do you think Erson? um yeah i just remember i wanted to be on tracy's podcast but i never got a chance to listen to it i think like at the time one of my kids was interest was injured or something like that but yeah i've i gotta go back and listen to it I did that's not all, listen to that's that. All you got, that's all you got. That's that's your input for for work life balance. Well, you know my input on work life balance. I mean, I feel like <laughs> I I have more life than work these days because uh, when we went back to it, when uh, I was kind of debating with Jeff, I just said like, yeah, you got to work your ass off, but at at some point you also have to realize when you when you write down these goals and you set these goals and you try to make them objective, that when you start to meet these things, you you taper off a bit, and because you don't want to be known as Oh yeah, dad really provided for us, or you know, so and so really provided for us, but um, we never got a chance to see them. So, I mean, for me, my family is always first, so that that's always my thing. I mean, I I think I I worked really really hard to get to a point where I am now, and I still work really hard, but I feel like I'm having way more fun than work these days. And one because I also make my work fun, and you know, I surround myself with people who I enjoy. Um, so. Yeah, that that's my thing. I just think that yeah, if you're a new grad, you got or you're you're starting out, you got to work your ass off. But at some point, when you meet your goals, you can kind of taper off um, and and enjoy life a bit more. Yeah, and, and it's having goals to meet. You know, it's it's knowing right. when you've won sometimes and, and stepping out to the next challenge. Because I feel like sometimes we set a goal and we accomplish it, and then we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. To, to either keep hitting the same goal or to stay at that place becomes becomes kind of a safety net and comfort. Um, so it was kind of it was it was cool to hear that it becomes it just becomes ingrained. It, it it's not really a balance. It's not one or the other. It's just life. You know? Right, and it and it's also like a, a sliding scale. I mean, there are obviously times you're gonna have to work harder, and times you have to take off. And it's not like this. Just it's always it always has to be fifty fifty. So right, 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 right. Time time and a place. You know, exactly. You gotta, gotta, gotta know, know what's important and and when it's important. Um, uh, and you know, it, that that podcast was it was uh, it was fun to to talk with Jeff and um, and I think I think everybody, you know, there there are certain uh, stereotypes and uh, external factors that that make it different, um, but. Uh, Internally, everybody everybody goes through the same uh, thought process, right? Uh, you know, uh, you you can't say that um, uh, you know as a, as a father, you don't you don't want to be with your kid any more than the mother does, right? So I think that uh, 
the internally, I'm saying internally, you, everybody goes through that, that thought process. You know, my work-life balance uh, is that, you know, I'm holding my son right now while we're doing this. So it's like, uh, you know, it's work and, and life. So we're, Spe- we're good. Special guest appearance. Shout out to Bryson. There you go. He's he's just, uh, he's being really, really good right now while daddy uh, is on this podcast. You can barely hear him. Yeah, my kids would be a lot louder for sure. <laughs> he's not old enough to be real loud yet, right? So. Right. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, he can be loud, but I'm just saying there's still some quiet time where he can just uh, he can just lay here. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I meant to say like people probably heard like cooing in the background and probably think like, oh, one of Urson's army of kids is <laughs> is that is acting up. I'm like, no, no, like my my kids would be louder for sure. <laughs> Urson's just trying to say it's not one of mine for one. It's not one of mine. Yeah, I know what you guys are thinking. <laughs> um, all right, so moving on, we uh, another fun conversation that really has been a really popular episode and I think it really makes sense one because it's called how to grow a physical therapy business um, since we have a large physical therapy audience was with uh, Russ and Heath from Dynamics and um, it, this was also one of those episodes because I knew I, I know Russ and Heath it was kind of cool for me to step back a little bit and get some of Joe's input because you guys obviously are running uh, at least similar models of business with a um, with kind of insurance base so it was really cool to hear the back and forth and and really the common ground of grow the people invest in the people and and have a solid culture and then your company and then really have the systems in place because those guys are doubling down on the company and it's partner with companies that do stuff that we're not good at versus i think what most pts do is try to save cost and keep everything do it all themselves and and russ and heath really have the mindset of man we're growing we're going to grow because we're going to do we're going to bring in the whatever we need to that we we're not good at and um it it was it was a fun conversation i thought right those guys are um you know from from the clinical standpoint and business standpoint they're really doing everything right in terms of just investing in either bringing people in or uh and, and just training um you know the business side and and the clinical side and offering like in-house mentorships, I think um, I was—I was—I don't know. I, all I can say is I was really impressed with their model. So they're doing everything right. And and they, they've built up such a strong community presence. And we talk about this all the time. And I think it's superficial in a lot of ways. People that they want to build up a, a community presence so they get more business, versus coming from the other perspective of genuinely caring about the community. And I'm not saying that. The businesses that we talk to don't care about their communities. I just think there's, again, that there's different levels of, of perspective and mindset going into it. And, and these guys, obviously, they live and it's a, it's a small, it's a rural type of area, but they, they're so invested in their community because it, it's, it's their life. It's the people they see all the time and interact with. And it becomes, it becomes something that is not just a business. It, it's a way of life and it's, it's, it's a way of, of, of pride and, and, it's kind of like a community establishment, you know, which I think is something we all should strive for regardless of the business. Right, Joe? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's important to, to give back to the community that you, that you live and work in. And, and I think that, uh, that, that gives you real staying power. Uh, if, if, if you're a community staple, if, if you, um, can can truly become a part of the community then then that 
that builds on itself, that snowballs and, um, and helps you in all aspects of your business. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, well, speaking about being part of the community and snowballing, um, the, we had Justin Moore on from the APTA and, um, I think it was, it was a really good, honest, transparent conversation with Justin. Uh, I think he, he shared a lot of really good perspective on what the APTA is, what the APTA isn't. And uh, probably the coolest part of that conversation was his his thoughts on where physical therapy as a profession is heading. And um, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm excited about Justin and his role as a leader within the APTA because I think he gets it. And uh, more importantly, he, he has an ability to communicate and engage with the community that I feel like has been lacking for a while. All right, moving on. <laughs> was, was that a question or a statement? Yeah, usually, uh, you kind of transition and ask us like. I, yeah, I didn't. And, I didn't know. I didn't know if you guys wanted to jump in on that. If that was, uh, but we'll we'll leave it at that. That's um, good talk. Yes, I like that podcast. <laughs> um, I was I was in it. <laughs> I said words. I contributed thought. I know. Uh, is the mic? Is this thing still working? Is this thing still on? <laughs> All right. So we uh, the next one on the list is uh, the future of physical therapy and healthcare with Dr. Tim Flynn. So that was obviously the latest one we did. That was our hundredth episode. So that was a really fun conversation with Tim um, because it, it was so recent. We'll just uh, we'll just leave it at that. Tim is Tim. Tim was actually our number one podcast in 2015. So it was really it made sense to have him on as the hundredth guest and naturally gave us a hard time but still and still told us he's he's a big fan which um it's it's reciprocated since we're uh we're obviously big fans of his yeah he actually has options now uh maybe we he only listened to us because he didn't have as many options he has options and he still listens to us and he still listens to us and uh gives us a hard time about it um then we had do you even lift physio bro with dr zach long and Zach is one of the, the hybrid coaches that we kind of alluded to, that strength and conditioning and also physical therapy, similar to uh, Dr. John Russell, who's a friend of ours. And uh, it, it, I think the popularity of this episode, again, speaks to the interest in this kind of new, new kind of niche professional that does both because obviously strength and conditioning is, is also – getting more and more attention because you know you can you can build yourself a nice instagram following urson by posting some some exercises and um or wearing yoga pants so either one but i I probably suggest uh exercises for you and joe yeah i'll probably just do the exercises i am on instagram (laughs) i have not but zach long that guy is social media gold like he will post uh, what Ryan DeBell and I call an anonymous video because you don't even necessarily know it's it's not exactly branded. Maybe he'll do foam rolling for overhead uh, shoulder mobility, and it will end up on my wife's Facebook feed. And and you know she doesn't even get she doesn't even see my paid Facebook ads. <laughs> <laughs> what he needs to do is, is tattoo the barbell physio on his back across right, right. the back. So when he does these exercises, it's always branded. Yeah, in his newest videos, he actually has like his, um, I think his his say, I forget what his slo- his logo or slogan is in the background of his uh, his gym. So better at branding, but man, 
it used to drive me nuts that you know his like 30 second video would get like 300,000 views <laughs> and by drive you nuts you mean happy for him so happy there we go him. Yeah. There we go. I'm happy for him. I'm just jealous of his success. That makes you sound very skeptical. You know who else was skeptical on this podcast? Urson? One, Adam, Adam Meekins. Adam Meekins, dried needling and kinesio taping expert. <laughs> yeah. the, the spunk trumpet, I believe, is what he what he calls one of, one of his many um, very British cuss words. Um, yeah, Adam. So first of all, the backstory is... It took like 15 reschedules to finally get him on because we were, something happened to either me or him or back and forth. Like we just could not get this podcast scheduled. Then finally he was on and it was it was actually a really good conversation. I, I should probably shouldn't say really actually, but it was a good conversation. And he was he was very balanced. And if you listen to the to the conversation, it wasn't that controversial. I don't think anything really jumped out that you go. He, he's he's way out there. And. I really don't know what else to say about that. He, he was a good, well-rounded, uh, well-spoken, well-thought-out guy that is obviously sometimes on social media out there, and then he he has his persona and his you know he cusses a lot, but who doesn't? But I, I really enjoyed the conversation with him. Yeah, I feel like um, a lot of these keyboard warriors uh, in social media, like when you actually maybe come across them in real life, you realize that they're actually real people and they're nice people and they probably realize the same thing about you. So I think it's, it's harder to be as harsh um, when you're actually talking to someone. And, and, you know, like you said, it, it's, it's also just a persona. Like I remember one of my, the first blogs I read of his several years ago, he basically says I'm a self-proclaimed arse, you know, like, and if that's your shtick, then that's your shtick. But yeah, he's, he's really good at it. And, and for the most part, most of the points he argues is it's correct. And I argue a lot of the same things. I just do it. Uh, nicer. <laughs> Keyword key warrior, huh? Did you just make that up, or is that uh, is that a real thing? Uh, key- I'm out of it, I guess. Oh, oh, keyboard warrior. Those are people who just argue and argue and argue, like they're just yeah. always arguing on social media. <laughs> I thought you said keyword, like oh, like yeah, no key, oh, oh, same, right. same 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 difference. Okay, yeah, for like for search engine optimization, people who know yeah. how to. <laughs> Yes, they're called SEO experts. Yeah, well, we have those at UpDoc Media. Yeah, we are those. We are the warriors. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, all right, so following that, uh, keyboard warriors, is uh, we had Gary Vaynerchuk on, and, and obviously Gary is, you know, he's a world-class guest. He was a, he was a PPS keynote speaker in 2015, and uh, to me that was, that was one of the best keynotes I've heard at PPS, actually him and Dan Pink, who's also a, a guest last year. It, it was just really cool to get him on and we talked. It, it was like a 17-ish minute podcast, I think. Uh, but it, it was really cool to get that kind of big, big business, big picture entrepreneurship uh, conversation. We also had uh, John Jacobs on, who was a retired uh, senior vice president from NASDAQ, talk big business. But Gary, Gary's more kind of that raw, I guess, authentic to use, to use a, a buzzword a bit. And he really says what's on his mind. I don't think there's there's really a filter between PC and what he should say versus what he really feels as real life. So that was a fun that was a fun podcast. And to finish out, the final two episodes to talk about tonight um, are Kelly Starrett. So the running with the supple leopard guys. When when I did that podcast with Kelly in April. It lasted one and a half hours, 
not to mention all the times we had Wi-Fi issues and cutouts. So all in all, Kelly and I were probably on the call for about three hours for that podcast. When it released, I by far the most conversation, I still get emails about that podcast now and it was released in April. It sparked so many conversations, good and bad. And it, 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 it forced like many conversations from the conversations about etiquette of conversations and what to say. It was, it was just, it went all over the place to the point where, first of all, it had, it had a gazillion downloads, but aside from that, it was just, the conversations were, were good. It, it was good to have a lot of these conversations. Not all the conversations were good or professional, but it was just awesome to, to start this, to have this huge spark, which I think um, overall skewed towards positive and it, I think it moved a lot of needles to the point where even Kelly joined the APTA because of that and um, uh, and he's always been a, a huge proponent for the profession but I think from from some of those conversations a lot of good good has happened and, uh, and I'm really excited and proud of that oh I didn't realize that happened I remember I remember when the episode was released people were all over Twitter and asked me to jump in and all these arguments and everything and i tend to stay out of a lot of that um but i remember agreeing with some of it and disagreeing with some of it but i i just tend to i stay out of vitriol conversations and try to s- stick with good discussions i i had em- employees that i that didn't even uh know listen to the podcast come up to me and, and uh talk to me about that episode um you know and they said they really enjoyed it uh and i I tried not to think it was because I wasn't on it, but uh, <laughs> you know. to be fair, Joe, I, I actually didn't talk as much on that one either. I asked, I asked some questions. <laughs> Kelly's just really good at, at presenting it and speaking, so I just I just let him I just let him run with it, run, yeah. running with a supple leopard, yeah, running with a supple leopard. I had like a newborn who was uh, who only slept like two hours a night, and he cried for like two hours straight every time I held him. And you're like, hey, can you go on with, can you go on with K-Star? It might be like a couple hours. I'm like, I don't even have like five minutes to myself. <laughs> I just want a nap. Right, right. If you don't mind me like just have a crying baby in the background and me snoring, um, sure, I, I can do it. I can do it. There but yeah, uh, you know, I think he's great for the, uh, he puts our profession uh, in front of a lot of cameras and a lot of mics. And he's probably, I would say the, one of the most popular PTs in the world, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So he's all over the place. I mean, how many PTs have ever been on whatever, Good Morning America or, um, you know, not too many. He might be the more, only more one. More mainstream media. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's definitely been on a lot more mainstream media than, than anybody else that I know in this profession, minus Stefania Bell. Um, but, but there's, there it's different, different personalities and different, different messages that they're, um, they're portraying. And then he, obviously he was also on in November for a follow-up episode just because people kept asking. And uh, it was also another hour and a half episode and, um, diff, diff, different conversation. We're talking, it was part of that little future mini series that we did. And, um, also still, still a lot of, a lot of positivity. We, on purpose, stayed away from everything negative and really focused on what we're excited about and what fitness and strength training and movement and, and the growth of physical therapy. So that it was, it was another incredibly well-received episode. The conversations were vastly different from that, that from that episode than the first episode. Um, and, and it was, I, I thought there was, there was also a ton of actionable stuff that we talked about how to integrate that, that, that um, mix of fitness and exercise and manual therapy and w- really what physical therapy 
should be ideally versus kind of what it is or what it was. So it was it was a really fun chat as well. So that's kind of that's kind of 2016 in a nutshell, guys. I mean, it was it was a lot. It was it definitely was eclectic. It was very business heavy, but it was fun. It was I really enjoyed it, and um, I know we've all been busy, and I feel like you guys probably or at least all three of us were not on as many episodes as as before, but. Um, it, it was it was still nonetheless a lot of fun and um, look, looking forward to doing a lot more in 2017. Yeah, what did we say at the end of 2015? It was a huge year, but it's going to be even bigger in 2016. And we were right. There we were you right. go. And we're we not were peaking. Right. We're we're growing. We're just totally joking about peaking. <laughs> well, we're growing because the profession is growing and the interest and the willingness to push the status quo is growing and, and our message and the message of our guests resonates with that general sentiment. And I think as long as the upcoming generation keeps fueling that and the, the generation that's already practicing starts to feed into that a little bit more then all we are is, is a vehicle for that message. And we're growing in terms of also UpDoc Media is growing, lots of exciting things coming in 2017. Yes, a lot of cool stuff happening with UpDoc Media, so so keep an eye on that. Uh, a, a, a big evolution into video, which we've been doing more and more. We've released, obviously, some really popular videos over 2016, and um, we're going to be doing a lot more of that and some, some other cool stuff that's in the works that we'll announce. So um, another teaser. But guys, as always... It's um, it's been it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. It's been a lot of fun to not only work with you, but you know, to to, to have you guys as as some of my closest friends. And um, looking forward to that and much more in terms of growth with us as well in, in 2017 and beyond. Right. Like likewise, Gene. Happy yes. New Year. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Whatever you guys subscribe to, and those of you who are listening, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. And um, happy holidays to all. And to all, a good a night. A good night. Or good morning, depending on when you're listening to this. <laughs>